Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. This is Tuesday's edition of the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. And all of you that are watching on the BVOVN, the Believer's Voice of Victory network on DISH or online or, or on Roku or so forth, uh, these particular broadcasts this week, I want you to be going over them and over them and over and listen to the same one over and over. You, you can get them uh, several times during the day. It's, it's very important. Amen. Father, we thank you and we praise you for today's broadcast. We worship you, sir. Hallelujah. We open our heart, we open our minds to the, for revelation of the laws of faith and walking in them learning of you. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go back to our foundation scripture, which is found in Romans 3, 27. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? There, there is there are laws that govern works. And, it, and it, it, that in itself is a study. We won't have time, we certainly won't have time this week to get into it, but I, I wanted you to see this. No, but by the law of faith. And then we read, of course, the eighth chapter of Romans, the second verse. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So these are very exact and powerful spiritual laws. The spirit of life in Christ Jesus, the law of sin and death, these laws function when they're put to work. They work every time they're put to work. But just as people over the years, trial and error, trying to discover the laws that govern electricity, the, law, the laws of physics. Well, the laws of the spirit created the laws of physics. Can you see that? That's the reason the laws of physics mirror spiritual law because it was spiritual laws that created them. For instance, um, the laws that govern the anointing of God. The anointing flows and faith flows as a spiritual force, the way electricity flows as a natural force, but you have to adhere to the laws or they don't function right. If you don't adhere to the laws that govern electricity is, is very dangerous. Oh, it just doesn't work at all. Well, you take the same thing over in the laws of the spirit. Now, they work for whosoever will, whosoever believeth, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, praise God, whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So those laws must be studied that the insight of them do, do not come from the natural realm. It comes from the Word of God. This is where 
This is where these things are revealed. Now, we've already talked about who has the faith of God that Jesus was talking about, Mark 11, 22, when he said in the King James's have, have faith in God. Now, actually, he said, some translated, have the God kind of faith, have, have the faith of God. He literally said, have God's faith. And we went quite uh, deeply into that last week, talking about when we were born again, God's faith was put in us. The very same measure. It's the same measure of Jesus' faith. And it's in every born again believer. We went through all of the scriptures, Romans 10, 6 through 17, Romans 12, 1 through 3, 1 John 5, 1 through 5. This is the victory. Glory to God. Ephesians 2, 8. Then we found in 2 Thessalonians 3, 2, the apostle Paul said, pray for us that we be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men for all men have not faith. So the men that men and, and women, that's talking about mankind, men that do not have the, the, that have not been born again, their spirit man does not have the faith of God in it. Now there's human faith in there because there's certain things you see that you believe and, and, and you conduct yourself accordingly. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the faith of God that is not a mental force. It's not a physical force. It is a spiritual force that will pick a mountain up and cast it into the sea. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And it is manageable, controllable, and we'll see as we get further into this, you use it, the just shall live by faith. That means we use our faith like a tool. It is our way of receiving a living. We, in the kingdom of God, we don't make a living. No, no, we don't work to earn. We well, thank you, Lord. I didn't know we were going to get that far. But the Apostle Paul said in the book of Ephesians, let him that stole steal no more. Let him work with his hands that which is good, listen, in order that he may have to give. Because your living comes from your giving, starting with your tithing. Amen. Can you see it? No, we don't work for a living. We work for a giving in the kingdom of God because Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing things, and all these things will be added to you. Well, he'll have, he will add far more to you than you can earn. Mm. Well, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Oh, it's hard for me to stay out of that, but I'd be jumping the gun here if I did. Now, let's, let's go back here and take a look, more look at this. So we, um, <laughs> I got so thrilled with that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, who can use this? Who has the Bible right to use the faith of God? Well, I don't know, Brother Copeland. You know, I'm, 
I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. No, you're not. You were an old sinner. You got saved by grace. Now you're a child of the living God and God's faith is on the inside of you waiting for you to mix it with the promises of God and prosper and be in good health. Now, Mark 11:23. we've already talked about that, but let's go over there and put our eyes on it. The classic teaching on faith, because Jesus did it himself. Hallelujah. Mark 11, 23, For verily I say unto you that whosoever, there it is, whosoever shall say unto this mountain. So, and he just got through saying, have God's faith. So any, by any born again child of God, in fact, not just born again ones, any breathing human being has the very right to use the faith of God and get born again. Amen. Oh, yeah. That's the reason Jesus came was to provide it. Now, Let's look at Acts chapter 3. Oh, this, this, this has a, a powerful, powerful thing in here. Uh, it, this is an eye-opener here. Acts chapter 3, and we're going we're gonna to look at the 12th verse. And this is when the, the men that at the beautiful gate of the temple, and Peter and John went through there and grabbed him by the hand and said, Look on us. Um, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. He jumped up, went running through the temple and so forth. <clears throat> and Peter saw it. He answered and said, well, no, no, thank you, Lord. I'll do that. The 11th verse, as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that's called Solomon's greatly wondering. Now, wait a minute. If they were not greatly believing they were greatly wondering. That was a wonder. It was a sign and a wonder. Miracles don't cause faith. People think they do, but they don't. I mean, if God were to lift the roof off this television studio, hold it up in the air for 15 minutes, put the roof back down, reconnect all the connections, somebody would say, well, I'll tell you what, it wasn't bolted down in the wind, did it? <laughs> Miracles don't cause faith. They make people wonder. Well, I ought to have I ought to have really powerful faith because you see, Brother Copeland, I, I, I've had so many tragic things happen in my life, and I kept thinking it was going to build faith in me. Well, that's because you don't know the laws that govern faith. Romans ten seventeen. Remember, this is our manual. Yeah, you know the uh, the the electrician. When he, went to, when he went to electric school <laughs> to, learn, to learn about the laws that govern electricity, he had a manual. When I, went to, when I went to flight school, I had to learn the laws of lift. What did I have? I had a manual. Somebody did all the work and discovered those laws and over the years, the technology upgraded. The laws didn't change. People learned more. Amen? So this is, this is the faith manual. This is the manual for the laws of the Spirit that created all this other. And this says, faith cometh by hearing 
and hearing by the Word of God. If you'll, as you study, you'll find the, the place that meditation takes where your, your, where your faith is concerned. Now, meditating in the Word, vitally important. Oh, it is so important. But Romans 10, 17 was referring to the preached Word under the anointing. The words that are coming forth right now, as you mix your faith with these words, faith is coming. Faith is coming. So talk to your faith. Say, come on, faith. Come on, faith. Get hold of this now. So it is, what? well, okay. Meditating in the Word, you take a verse of Scripture and you just chew on it all day. Yeah, okay. Amen. I'm in Christ Jesus. Now, how does that change my life? By His stripes ye were healed. Glory to God. If I was, then I am now. Oh, yeah. Okay. How, how does that change? How does that change my life? I'm, I'm healed. Well, then what am I doing laying here in this hospital bed? Well, what, what, what do I need to do here? Mark 11. Oh, Mark 11, 24. Yeah. Whatsoever thing you desire. When you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see what I must do. I must believe while I'm still laying here. I must believe I'm healed and I must say it with my mouth while, while this pain is still in my body. Mm, I see what I must do. What are you doing? You're meditating in the Word and the Spirit of God is giving you capacity for faith. Amen. And, it be, and as that capacity grows and the more you read those promises out loud and the more you watch the broadcast and the more you go to services and, and you ought to be in a church that teaches and preaches faith. Praise God. I'm, well, I'm not going to get into that. But this is so vitally important. I mean, this is this, the just shall live by faith. Impossible to please God without faith. That puts faith right up on the top of the list, brother. Well, and it seems like it's impossible to please God. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. No, it isn't. For it gives God great pleasure to give you the kingdom, it says, and Jesus said in, in, in the Gospel of Luke. And also the Word of God said He takes great pleasure, and you ought to be saying this continually all the time, He takes great pleasure in the prospering of His people. <laughs> that gives God pleasure. Grace gives Him pleasure. Well, faith is the connector to all of that. Now, let's, we're, we're looking here again, and, and they were greatly wondering. Now, they hadn't heard any word yet, but if you'll study that out, when, G, when Peter got up and preached the Word in the fourth chapter and the fourth verse, same situation there, same situation, situation, well, I don't know what that is, but it's the same situation here. Howbeit many of them which heard the Word believed, and the number was about 5,000. What was the difference? They saw the man and they wondered. Well, when Peter stood up and preached, then that wonder turned to faith because they believed what the man said and his words were anointed and faith came. 
<laughs> Glory to God. Isn't that wonderful? But now let's get back to what he said. When Peter saw them greatly wondering and so forth, he answered unto the people, You men of Israel, why marvel you at this? Or why look you so earnestly on us? You listening now? Get your catchers out. The Word's fixing to say something to us. Why look ye so earnestly on us, Peter and John, as though by our own power or holiness, this didn't happen because Peter and John were apostles. This didn't happen because of their calling. Listen carefully now. Because the devil will try to tell you that. Well, don't listen to him. He's a liar and the father of it. Why look ye on us as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? Now then he began, he began to preach this message. The God of Abraham and Isaac and of Jacob, God of our fathers hath glorified his son Jesus. Now you, you go ahead after the broadcast, you go ahead and, and study that out. But right now for time's sake, let's go ahead and jump over to the 16th verse. And here it is. His name through faith in his name. Now see, where, see, see the word faith? Faith is involved. It wasn't his holiness. It wasn't his calling. It wasn't John's holiness. It wasn't his calling. Not the fact that they're apostles. It's because they're believers. They had the faith of Jesus in them. In fact, Peter would write later in his epistle, I'm writing to those who have received like faith with us. Glory to God. Isn't that powerful? Well, of course, because we're in Christ and it was, we are born again. This is what Peter wrote in the first chapter of, 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 of first Peter. Born again, not of corruptible seed. I want you to look at it. Turn over there. Hold your place there in the book of Acts. This is important to put your eyes on this. I quote these things, but some, you know, I, sometimes I'm, I, I know for a fact, sometimes I do that too much. And we need to take the time to turn over there and take the time to look at it. First Peter chapter one, verse 23. Are you there? All right. Being born again. If you have your notes there, I mean, highlight that. Put arrows around it. This is so vital. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which lives or which is alive and abides forever. When you were born again, it was the same word seed that raised Jesus from the dead that struck your spirit. Well, in that seed, let me, let me tell you something. There, there, there's seed inside that fruit. Everything that piece of fruit is, the tree that bore this fruit, the, everything about it, the entire DNA of that lemon, 
the tree that grew, the whole thing is in one of those seeds. Amen. Now, the seed of the Word, if you didn't get the same amount of faith I did, if I didn't get the same amount of faith that Jesus has, who is the author and the developer of our faith, then I got a corruptible seed. Well, that's a lie. You know, that ain't right. So we go right back to this again. And he said his name through faith in his name has made this man strong whom you see and know the faith which is by Jesus has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Glory to God. Now, just in case that didn't fix it for you, <laughs> glory to God, let's go over here to 1 John and let's look that, let me, let me ask you something. What is the law of the body of Christ? Now, what, what are you thinking? The law of love? Oh, yeah, that's right. That we love one another? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, almost that's right. Look at this. John, 1 John 3, uh, 23. This is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave commandment. Tell me you don't have the faith for the name of Jesus. Praise God. You've been commanded to have it. That means it is in there. If God commanded you to do it and you couldn't do it, then he's unjust. No, no way. Our Heavenly Father and our dear Lord Jesus has given us his faith and his name. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.